Welcome everyone, I am Tarasuke, and welcome back to Absolute Bullplop, the podcast where I talk bullcrap every day, so I may as well put it on the internet for people to judge. Um, today I'm covering a bit more Sword and Shield stuff, I know you must be sick of it, but honestly I'm just so hyped up for this game that, and they just keep bringing out new information and I just want to talk about it. Hopefully this week will be a bit of a break and I can talk about something else next week. Um, first of all, this episode is a bit late due to me, I'm just going to admit it, I was lazy. I was very lazy, I should have had this done by Wednesday, I didn't. Um, I'm going to make sure, try my best to keep on schedule from now on and I apologise to anybody who listens. Um, anyway, so today I'm going to be talking about my intentions when recording Sword and Shield as well as I'm going to be giving a non-VGC player's perspective on the new Pokemon, what I think they're going to be capable of in a my capable of in a competitive scene from my experience and um, the new Galarian and the new. All right, so I don't know if it's Gigamax or Gigantamax or whatever, but I, I'm going to say Gigamax, Gigantamax. Yeah, why do I just say Gigamax when it's Gigantamax? I know I'm just going to say Gigamax. I apologize. Oh, actually, no, Gigantamax. Yeah, like gi- oh Gigantamax. Yeah, like gigantic. How did I never pick up on that before? Alright, so Gigantamax forms and the G-Max moves that come with them. Um, so, first of all, I'm going to be going over all these Pokemon. First, we have Grookey. So, Grookey is the first of the three starters, as always. Three starters, sorry. As always, starting with Grass. Uh, obviously, the ability Overgrow, as all starters have. Uh, the moves we know... He- he can have a scratch, razor leaf, growl, taunt, woodhammer, branch poke, slam, uproar, knockoff. So right now we know nothing about Grookey's evolutions, but already we can see he's knowing some pretty decent moves. Taunt is a great disrupt disruptor move for shutting down Pokemon that rely on non-attacking moves, whether they be support Pokemon or Pokemon that need to set up. Knockoff obviously gets rid of items, which every competitive team runs abundance of. Pretty much relies on actually, and Woodhammer is just a solid grass type move. Yes, it hurts you, but the ma- the damage after stab is insane, especially if Grookey turns into a really good um, physical attacker. Um, and then we have his unique attack, or this new attack. And I I believe it's unique to him, Branch Poke. We know. Uh, do we know anything about Branch Poke? Uh, where's the new moves? I should have opened that up. New moves. Oh, I'm, also, I'm just going to be talking about everything, like the new moves, new items, everything. I should have said that. <laughs> uh, where are we? New moves. Branch poke. Here we are. We know nothing about it. Okay, so that does not help us out at all. Um, honestly, I don't, I don't think he'll have as big as impact as, say, a starter like Greninja did. Like, Greninja went wild. But I feel like here's something people shouldn't sleep on. Especially if his move pool does continue to evolve with the way it is, with the decent moves it has. And and also, if the um, leaks are right and it turns into a grass rock type, that means it also gets stabbed like Stone Edge and that, which is always handy. Next up, we have Score Bunny. Uh, ability Blaze. Uh, known moves are Ember, Quick Attack, Double Kick, Growl, Flame Charge, Double Edge, Headbutt. So right now... Uh, Score Bunny doesn't really give us much information about him. 
uh, all the moves we know about him are pretty basic. Quick Attack and Flame Charge can be useful if you already have a setup. Like, Flame Charge is good for a bit of stab damage and a speed boost. Quick Attack is usually only good if you have something like Guts or just a, something else to make it stronger. But aside from that, he's not really showing any anything too impressive at the moment. Uh, so, and... Honestly, like, I know leaks say he's going to be pure fire, but I see him turning into firefighting, which I know everyone hates, but at least, you know, he gets stab fighting moves, which can always be handy. Um, but yeah, there's not much to say about Score Bunny at the moment, because he does not show much at all. Uh, next up we have Sobble. Sobble, Sobble, one of the two. Uh, ability Torrent. Known moves, Growl. Bind, Water Gun, Liquidation, Rain Dance, Soak, and Water Pulse. So, again, like, unlike Grookey, who's shown us at least he can learn a few different moves, Sobol is kind of basic with the moves we know of him. Though I will admit, if he can, if he does have a half-decent um, physical stat, then Liquidation will be an amazing move on him. Uh, soak is a good, like... It's not a great move, but it can be used in, like, meme situations. Water Pulse, you have stuff like Scold and Hydro Pump, which could be used over that. If the leaks are true and Sobel turns into a Water Ghost type, on the other hand, and he gets stabbed, like, Shadow Ball and that, that will make him impressive. But at the moment, out of the three, star three starters, I'm seeing the most potential in Grookey with the info we have. We may, we may learn more, we may learn... Nothing till the new release, who knows. But at the moment, I'm putting my money on Grookey being the best of the free. three. Um, so now we're going to move uh, away from the starters. First of all, we have Wulu, which has the abilities Fluffy or Runaway. And no moves are du Defense Curl, Double Edge, Takedown, Cotton Guard. Wooloo, wooloo, wooloo. I love, like, the ability Fluffy is just a cool ability. You know, half damage from physical attacks. It's a built-in Eviolite for physical moves. But saying that, and you can pair it up with Assault Vest for even more bulk. Assault Vested Furfro. Why have I never tried that? Huh, I will try that now. Um, but... Yeah, again, Wulu, we don't have much information. Apparently, Wulu evolves, and if so, if you can run an Eviolated Pokemon with Fluffy, that's pretty a decent physical wall, especially since it does get Cotton Guard, which, if you don't know, Cotton Guard raises defense by plus three. The max is plus six, so you only need two Cotton Guards to max out that defense. So, if Wulu gets an evolution, it could turn into a serious physical wall. Not a great one, but something that could be run in a few singles teams. Especially even above its, um, above its, what's the thing, of tier, tier listing. Um, next up we have Gossifleur and Eldegoss. Uh, if you don't know, Eldegoss is the evolution of Gossifleur. All we know about them is they have, is they are grass types. Oh, I've been forgetting to say they're types. Well, you know the types are the free starters and Wooloo's just the normal type. Um... They come with the abilities Cotton Down and Regenerator, and the gnome moves Leaf Storm and Hyper Voice. What does Cotton Down do? Uh, where's the new abilities? I thought I opened that. 
There it is. Uh, where are we? Cotton down. Lowers the speed. Ooh. Lowers the speed of a Pokemon that attacks this Pokemon. Alright, so... Honestly, uh, out of the two abilities, I prefer Regenerator. That little bit of extra healing when you swap out and... You know, with correct predictions, a good swap can really make a game. Though, Cotton Down could be, depending on its stats, like if it's a decently bulky Pokemon, Cotton Down could be a nice little, like, trap to swap people into. So that they're forced to, um, like, yeah, they get a speed down, which could be useful. Leaf Storm and Hyper Voice. Leaf Storm is a good move, but, like, that minus two to special attack can be very damaging. Like, I know people run Draco, Draco Meteor a lot, but it's kind of, you use it, then you either switch to a physical move or you switch to Pokemon. I guess Leaf Storm plus Regenerator isn't a bad combo. You use Leaf Storm, then swap out, and you get the heal, plus you get rid of your minus two. Eh, I'd give... Should I be giving them a rating out of ten? I'm so uncoordinated. I'm so sorry. As I said, I was very lazy, <laughs> and I forgot to... I knew what I was doing, but I forgot to actually plan proper. <laughs> um, so, scores out of 10, I'd give Grookey, with the image, with the what we know, a 7 out of 10. Score Bunny, I'd say a 5. Sobel, a 5. Wooloo, yeah, I'd give Wooloo probably a 6. I'd put Wooloo above the other two. This is, oh, if, and if you're getting annoyed with my things, this is from the information we know. Like, they could be a lot better than what I'm giving them, but this is just from my opinion with the information we know. And um, Goss Elder Goss, Goss of Fleur, I'd put them up there about a 6 or a 7. Like, that Leaf Storm Regenerator combo, you know, heavy damage and swap out to heal any damage done to you is a nice little combo. Yeah, so they're not bad. Uh, next we have Dreadnought. So, Dreadnought's ability are Strongjaw and Shell Armor. If you don't know what they do, Strongjaw uh, powers up moves like Biting moves, such as Bite, Crunch, and Auto Fang moves. And Shell Armor stops you from getting hit by critical hits. Uh, known moves are Bite, Liquidation, Rock Tomb, Head Smash, Body Slam, Crunch. So, if it's move pull, and also he has a Gigatamax, Gigantamax form, which I will get to when I get to Gigantamax forms. Um, so, a lot of people thought that because he gets a Gigantamax form, he's not going to evolve, but we've already seen that, like, Pikachu, Eevee, Meowth, they all get Gigantamax forms. Yes, they, the ones that get the forms are special event Pokemon, but they're still unevolved Pokemon that get the forms. So, maybe Dreadnought gets something? I don't know. I think there was a leak, actually, that said he didn't. But then again, leaks, grain of salt. Um, he's a Water Rock type. So he gets um stab on moves like liquidation, head smash, uh stone edge, rock slide and that, which isn't bad. Uh if he's like the other turtle Pokemon, he's gonna have decent defenses. Uh but yeah, at the I I like I love his design, but like I'm not sure about his capabilities in the actual competitive. where's my cat? I heard him complaining. Oh, Cats are arguing. Sorry if you heard that. Um, yeah, his actual place in competitive, I guess, he wouldn't be too bad. Like, if he's anything to go off, if his moves are going to be anything to go off, he's probably going to be a heavy, a high attack, high, probably physical defense mon. Which I don't mind. Like, 
Liquidation Head Smasher is a nice little two-hit combo with Stab. Rock Tomb lowering speed for a bit of speed control. Body Slam for Paralysis. Crunch for... We basically have a, um, a, a set for him with just the f known moves he has. Because Crunch for coverage... Uh, yeah, he's not that bad, and the fact that he does have the Gigantamax form really helps him out too. So I'd probably, I'd say he's about a 6 or a 7 personally. He has potential, but you never know. Corviknight, Emo Skarmory, Goff Skarmory, one of the two. Uh, flying Steel-type with Pressure, Unnerve, and Mirror Armor. Uh, pressure makes your opponent use, makes every other Pokemon on the field, sorry, use 2 PP instead of 1 when using a move. Unnerve means uh, enemies can't eat their berries. And Mirror Armor is Corviknight's currently unique ability, which is its hidden ability, where it, if, say, a status down is to happen, so say they used Growl on Corviknight, it will bounce that status, condi status condition, that um stat down, back to the um enemy. Which, with how prominent Intimidate is in um, the current meta, it may see a bit of play until people realise it's not worth it. Um, known moves, Brave Bird, Swagger, Drill Peck, Steel Wing, Power Trip. What does Power Trip do again? Power Trip, Power Trip, Power Trip. What the bloody hell does Power Trip do again? I think... I need to check this. <laughs> power Trip. Pokemon. Do, do, do. Use a boost, boost its strength and attack the targets. Oh, it's that move. It's um, it's the one where if your stats are buffed, you get to do more damage. Okay, that's not a bad move. And Hone Claws. Well, that's a nice move to go with Power Trip. Uh, at the moment, like, as I said, I think Corviknight will see a bit more play. I think Corviknight will see more play in singles than doubles. I should. I haven't been saying that with the others, but. Honestly, I'll say this right now. I don't see any of these others being used in um, doubles or VGC. Like, they might surprise me, but right now I don't. Corviknight, so far, is the first one I see getting use in doubles. Because a big part of doubles is that um, Intimidate intimidate um, roulette that a lot of people play, where they're constantly trying to get as many Intimidates off as they can. Now, of course, Corviknight is weak to the two most prominent Intimidate users with Incineroar and Arcanine. And our canine is confirmed to be coming back. But at the same time, depending on Corviknight's stats, plus if he can bounce the Intimidate back at um, our canine, making him minus one, he might be able to survive a hit or two. But then our canine's special stats aren't horrible either. So you could run a special our canine to counter Corviknight. Um, and then there's the moves, Brave Bird, Swagger, Drill Peck, Steel Wing, Power Trip, Home Claws. He also has a Gigantamax form, which again, I'll get to after. But, yeah, Corviknight, I think, will see a lot of play early on. Uh, possibly even for this first year of um, Sword and Shield VGC. Uh, but net after a while, I think he'll drop off after he be if he becomes a bit of a liability. Who knows? His Gigantamax form might be amazing, but I feel like he's going to be a bit more of a liability later on once um yeah once more combos come out. So, but like the fact that he's the first one to most likely be viable in both doubles and singles, and like Brave Bird, Drill Peck, Steel Wing, all solid moves. Power Trip, if you're able to set up, is a solid move. Swagger, yeah. 
Uh, I'd put him at about an 8 out of 10, just because of how he's viable in more than one um, setting. Next up, we have Yampa, with his only ability we know so far is Ball Fetch. Uh, all we know about Ball Fetch is that uh, if you fail to catch a Pokemon while using Yampa, Yampa has a chance to go and get the ball back. Is it a chance, or it's guaranteed at least once? If the Pokemon... Yeah. If the Pokemon is not holding an item, it will fetch the Pokeball from the first foul throw of the battle. So he will grab the first ball. wonder if that means he... he oh, wait. Master Ball never fails. So he'll be a nice one uh, when you're going after, like, uh, Legendaries and that, to at least save your one ball. I don't know why he would, but I guess he'll be a nice one. He'll be a very niche Pokemon to run through the game with, just because when you need to catch Pokemon, it'll be handy to save balls if money's a problem in the game. It may not be. Or you might be like me and be obsessed with the fashion in the games and spend all your money on um, clothes, so you need to save as many Pokeballs as, as you can. Um, he's an electric type. Known moves. Play Rough Spark, Crunch Wild Charge, Tail Whip Brawl. Now again, if we ha if we're to go off his moves, it looks like he might be a speedy physical attacker. Uh, but we know like he has a decent mixture there with fairy, electric, and dark and raw for um four switches. Um, but honestly, like that ability really weighs him down. Uh, yeah, just with that ability, he loses a lot of viability. I'd put him as like a three or four, probably a three out of ten, just because his ability really really lets him down for competitive play. Uh, next we have Impidimp, when they, and Cerebi really needs to change their photo of Impidimp. We have proper art of him now, I'm pretty sure, thanks to the um, 24-hour livestream. Don't we? At least we have a better picture than that. Um, Impidimp is a dark fairy type. We do not know his ability, and the only moves we have on him are Assurance, Sucker Punch, and Play Rough. Um... So, Impidimp's hard to judge because, again, we don't know much about him. Dark and Fairy, I don't think we've had that type pairing before, and it's an interesting type pairing. Downside to it is it doesn't protect itself at all. Wait, no, it's dark. Yeah, it dark. Yeah, no. Yeah, oh, no, Fairy resists fighting, does it? I think Fairy resists fighting. I might be wrong. But Dark doesn't resist poison or steel, and Fairy resists fighting, but it doesn't resist bug. So, uh, it might help it. I don't know. I'd, but I don't think they really complement each other very well. They get, like, good coverage together. Like, Sucker Punch, um, Dark and Fairy moves together. That's Dragon, Dark. Is that all the Fairy beats? Yeah. And then, um, obviously, Dark beats um, Ghost and Psychic. So, there's four, four prominent types that um, Impidimp can... Um, do stab super effective against but yeah we don't really have much about him i'll give him i'll put him at a five out of ten just because he has potential because we know nothing about him but yeah he's gonna stay at that five out of ten uh next we have al creamy uh fairy type ability sweet veil and no moves dazzling gleam draining kiss attract and sweet kiss all right al creamy is an interesting one so if you don't know what Sweet Vow does, it stops Pokemon on the field from um, falling asleep. It shares this ability with Slurpuff and, I believe, Aromatus. Um, now, what's interesting, though, is 
a new ability, Ponyta Galarian Ponyta's ability, has been released, where it's extremely similar, where it stops you from poisoning the Pokemon on the field. Um, it, where, um, yeah, but it's got the extra ability of when you swap in the Ponyta, if your partner Pokemon is poisoned, it will um, po heal them from the poison. Um, so, oh, sorry. So it's interesting to see uh, if the Sweet Veil would get a buff where it gains that, that, um, I'm getting tripped over my words, I'm sorry. It gains that buff where it also, if you swap a Sweet Veil Pokemon in on a sleeping Pokemon, it'll wake up because they seem to be in the same sort of category of ability. And if that happens, that'll be a big thing because... Being able to get a free wake up, like a spit, like you could have it in the wings during a double battle. I oh, have yeah, was, yeah, yeah, no, never mind. They had no use in um double battles and impotent. We didn't know about. So you could be in a double battle. You could rest up and then swap our creamy in straight away, or use a U-turn or something to swap our creamy in to wake you up from the rest immediately if this gets a buff. Well, it doesn't even have to be our creamy. As I said, Slurpuff and Aromatist both share this ability. Well, Aromatist is a maybe. Um. So yeah, there's that potential for it. Uh, known moves, Dazzling Green, Gleam, Draining Kiss, Attract, Sweet Kiss, all pretty decent moves. Sweet Kiss is a nice one, if it's the one I'm thinking of. Is Sweet Kiss the one I'm thinking of? Sweet Kiss, Pokemon. Oh no, it confuses them. Uh, Alright, no, 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 Sweet Kiss isn't... What am I thinking of? Lovely Kiss, I'm thinking of Lovely Kiss. Sweet Kiss isn't as good now that they've nerfed... Um, Confusion, if you don't know, in Generation 1 to 6, you had a 50% chance of hitting you while you were confused. Uh, in Generation 7 onwards, it's only 33% chance, so it's really been nerfed. It's not as useful. Attract, you don't see Attract much in the competitive, but I guess... Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a very situational move. Dazzling Gleam is a nice dual hit... Um, Fairy type move, especially when you get the stab on it. And Draining Kiss, nice little heal move. More useful in singles than doubles. Um, also, our creamy gets. How many is it? One, two. Oh. On. Alright, so one, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four. That's 24. So, 28 different varieties of our creamy, our creamy have been discovered at the moment. Whether there's more or they're just holding out on us, I don't know, but I love them all. Um, I'm definitely going to be that person that collects one of each. Maybe even train up one of each because they are amazing. <laughs> um, our Creamy has a lot of potential, has a um, gigant Gigantamax form. So I would definitely put it up there at. I put it at a. I'll put it at. Alright, so this all bases off if Sweet Veil gets its buff or not. Um, if Sweet Veil gets its buff, I'll put it at an 8 out of 10. If Sweet Veil does not get a buff, I'll put it at a 6 out of 10. Because it does still have its Gigantamax form to take into account. And uh, for Pokemon that have Gigantamax forms, I may edit their score once I learn more about the Gigantamax form. This is just like a base. Alright, next we have Roly Coley, who not many people like, but I adore him and I hope he evolves. He's a pure rock type with the ability Steam Engine and Heat Proof. Uh, Steam Engine drastically increases speed when hit by a fire or water type. 
Ooh. And heat proof. I actually do not know. This is the... What other Pokemon have heat proof? What? Heat proof. Uh, oh, it's a signature ability to Bron Bronzor and Bronzong. Huh. That's cool. What did it do? Weakens the power. Uh, halves the damage done by fire types and the burn status helmet. Ooh, that's actually not that bad. If Roly Coly... Oh, I don't know if I'd run around heat proof or steam engine because that essentially makes him four times resistant to um, fire type moves. But then again, steam engine, resist, um, swap in on a fire type move, get a distress. Yeah, wait, drastically. Pretty sure drastically is plus two. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, so an instant plus two to speed. Isn't bad, but the, so we only know that he knows tackle. Now, obviously, he's a rock type, so he gets stab rock slide and stab um stone edge. But like Impdim, we don't know much about him. Uh, so I, but that ability is pretty solid. So I'll give him, I'll put him at six, just because we know his ability. While Impdim, we don't. Again, might change when he, um, when we know more about him if he evolves. But yeah. Duraladon. I wanted to love Duraladon, but personally, I see no. Um, I don't like him. Uh, he seems to be based all around weight, but the problem is, he only weighs eighty-eight pounds. And if you want to know how light eighty-eight pounds is, let me find it. Do 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 do. Uh, eighty-eight pounds is as heavy as a is it's heavy as a greninja that's it as a greninja so he's not going to be doing so because both his abilities are I, I should sorry i i went into a rant before i even explained him he has he's a steel dragon and his abilities are light metal and heavy metal they um half his um half his weight and double his weight respectively and his known moves are Metal Claw, Flash Cannon, Dragon Breath, Metal Sound, Steel Beam, which might be a good move. Where are the new moves? Steel Beam. Oh. Uh, and Draco Meteor and Hyper Beam. Alright, continuing off my rant. The fact that they gave him Light Metal and Heavy Metal seemed like he was meant to be a weight-based Pokemon. Like, you know, he was going to do well with moves like Heavy Slam. But, like, 88 pounds, he's only as heavy as a... Greninja, and if he has heavy metal, which doubles it, he's only as heavy as, say, only as heavy as a Cacturn, or a Como, uh, or Typhlosion, around that. So, it's kind of disappointing there, so his abilities don't help him out much, which is, like, I love his design. I adore him. It's just his abilities don't help him out much. Um, known moves, uh, so he has his unique move, Steel Beam. I hope he's a special attacker, so he can, or at least has decent special attack, so he can make use of Draco Meteor. His um, unique move, Steel Beam, uh, reduces the hit points of the user. Oh, oh, I see. It's a um, oh wow, 140 base, Jesus power. So that puts it up to a 210 base when he uses it with stab. So that's a solid move, but um. Uh. And, uh, but it reduces your HP by... I guess you could combine it with um, a berry. 
uh, give him good defenses. I don't know, but oh. Yeah, I have mixed feelings about that. Powerful as good, like finishing off move, but reducing your own hit hit points by fifty percent. Yeah, I want to love Duraludon. I hope he has really good stats, but at this moment, I am not loving him. His abilities don't help him out much. He has okay, he has decent moves. I won't, I will admit that. But and his but his unique move hurts him by fifty percent. Like that may not be the best thing. So I'm gonna. I have to put him down. At, uh, say, if, I'll put him at a four at the moment. Like, he has potential, but at the moment, I'm just not seeing it personally. Uh, next up, we have Obstagoon, the new evolution for the um, Galarian, Lanoon, and Zigzagoon line. He is a dark normal type. He comes with Reckless and Guts, which is a nice move. And the known moves of uh, Obstruct, his unique move. Taunt, Night Slash, and Double Edge. So, honestly, I would like the idea of an Avilite Lanoon more than this guy, but he seems kind of cool. Uh, Reckless and Guts are both really good moves, especially because he gets Stab, Double Edge with Reckless. So, what's that? Uh, I can't remember if it goes Stabbed and Ability or Ability and then Stab. Does it matter? I don't think so. Because Reckless raises the um, strength of Recoil moves by 50%, where Double Edge which it double edges. Double edge has a base of 120, I believe. So with reckless, that puts it up to 180. With stab, that puts it up to 270. So powerful move, but he you take more damage. Whereas guts um, allows you to, if you're affected by a status condition, it raises your attack, and if it's burn, it negates burn's attack drop. So, both really good abilities, especially for a physical attacker, which, if he's following the Zigzagoon Lanoon line, he definitely will be. Uh, his known moves, Obstruct, Taunt, Night Slash, Double Edge. Uh, well, he, he there's not more known moves than that. Like, there's no doubt that a Pokemon like Zigzagoon and Lanoon are going to get Quick Attack, which, paired with Guts, is a really good move. Um, there's a chance for him to get Belly Drum. Because, like, I know you had to go through special things to get Lanoon with Belly Drum, but it's still a move that Lanoon has known in the past, so potential. Um, but yeah, so I'll, but I'll go off what it has here. I won't use the speculation. Obstruct, that we don't have much info on. It's a dark type move that just taunts the opponent. So I don't know. I have a feeling that this is a. Two ability move. I think this is a double hitting taunt. I hope it's like it's more than that, but this seems at the moment I honestly just think it's a taunt that hits both people and say a double battle. Or it could be a redirect move. It could be a redirect move because Obstagoon's whole thing is stopping, like blocking things. Um, I just did the whole. I just did his um. I just did his um stance. Don't know why. Um, so it could be a redirect, which is always a helpful thing to have, but we know so little about obstructs that it's hard to mention. All the effect says is taunts the opponent. So I believe it'll so most likely is it's a two it's a it's a um it hits both opponents taunt, all opponents taunt, or it could be a redirect move. I hope it's a redirect move. Um, overall, uh, move, yeah, Night Slash, Double Edge, both solid moves, especially, as I said, because you get Stab and Reckless with Double Edge. 
Honestly, he has. I'll put him at at this moment. I'll put him at a seven, because in singles, I feel like he could be a monster. Especially if you run him like reckless choice scarf double edge, he could real or choice ban, choice band. Oh, he could really do some damage. But we'll see more when he um, when we get more info or when he comes out. Uh, more Peko. Next up is more Peko. Electric dark type, uh, ability hunger switch and a raw aura wheel. For its known moves. Again, more Peko is a Pokemon we know extremely little about. Um, Electric Dark isn't a bad um, type combo. I don't think they protect each other, but they do give some solid stab moves. Uh, Hunger Switch. Um, so, is there a, changes more Peko's forms, changes more Peko's Aura Wheel attack from Electric to Dark type. Doesn't say, doesn't it activate every turn? Like it swaps between every. I don't know, there's actually no... Do we know? I don't think we know how to trigger Hunger Switch yet. I might be wrong there. If I am, please... Um, please um, correct me. Uh, but at the moment, we don't know how to change him. Uh, ch -ch -ch -ch. Uh, ch -ch -ch. Uh, yeah, so at the moment, we don't know how to change him. We don't know if it changes his stats at all. So that is a very um that is a very up in the air Pokemon for me personally anyway. What the heck I That's what I wanted. Sorry, I was opening something. Um Aura Wheel where's my move one? I have too much open. <laughs> Aura Wheel, um, Electric or Dark Type, changes type based on more Peko's form. Electric Type in Full Belly Mode, Dark Type in Hangry Mode. So again, we don't know much about it. Um, so there's not much to say about it. Again, more Peko is one of those Pokemon we don't know much about. Uh, so it's going to definitely be a wild card because really it could be anything. So I'm just going to set it at a 5 because I like the whole... Actually, no, I'll put it down to a 4, because Aura Wheel changing its typing could hinder it, especially if you need a certain type and then he changes form. But yeah, so I'm going to sit him at a 4 for now. Cramorant. A lot of people hate this guy. I don't know why. I love him. Um, so, But we don't know much about him. Um, what we know, He has known moves. Cerebi needs to update their shit, because he does have more. He does have moves he knows. Yeah, shit's fine to say. Screw it. Um, so he has um he's a flying water type, which I well I'll even admit flying water type is not a great combo. It is not. Um, and his ability is Gulp Missile, which is a really interesting ability. Uh, when in gulping form, fires its catch at an enemy. So we do have more info about that. Cerebi are just very vague about that. So essentially, what it is is um. After Cromorant uses Surf or Dive, which are two of its known moves, damn it, get, damn it, Cerebi, um, it will pick up a fish, and if the leaks are true, it has a chance to pick up a Pikachu, but we don't know yet. Um, and when it has the fish in its mouth, if it gets attacked, the Gulp Missile will fire the fish at the enemy. Whether this fish is affected by type or not, it has not yet been seen. But, um... Yeah, so that's very... The thing, Gulp Missile has a lot of variables that we don't know. 
is it affected by type? Um, is there a time limit to it? Can people just stall out the fish before Cromorant swallows it? Can you swap out and keep the fish in your mouth so you have like a, a, re a mine ready to use on your opponent? Like there's a lot of variables. So again, and Surf, Dive, I hope to God he's a special attacker. So we, even if he's a good physical attacker, I'm making him a special attacker because who wants to choose Dive over Surf, honestly? Unless you're using Power Herb, but unless well actually that raises a good point you could use power herb for a quick dive and gulp missile and then go for an acrobatic sweep but that's all stipulation i don't know stipulation speculation so i'll probably i'm gonna put him he has potential typing not too great i'll put him at a four i love him but like what we've seen yeah he's only gonna be at a four for me next up is poltegeist I love this thing. I love a lot of these. You, you guys are hearing me say, I love this thing, I love this thing, but I really love this thing. Like, I don't particularly hate any of the um, Pokemon we've, that's been revealed. Um, I'm very easy to please. <laughs> um, Poltegeist, again, is a Pokemon we don't know much about. Um, it's a ghost type, and it has weak armor as ability. Now, it's interesting. So, if it can be... A, if it has... Decent attacking stats, then weak armor can be a useful thing. Like, Focus Sash, it takes a physical hit. You're guaranteed that plus two to speed. And go for a sweep with, like, Stab Shadow Ball and that. But, again, we don't know much about him. There's not much to comment on him, except he can have Stab Shadow Ball, Hex, and stuff like that. Um, his ghost type is a really good typing. I'll put him at a five, just because we don't know enough. And weak, but weak armor and ghost are a good typing. Ah, uh, now here comes our boy, Sir Fetched. When I read the um leak for this guy, I was I, I'm not normally one to believe leaks, but I read about the leak saying leak, Sir Fetched, huh? Um, about how he's about him, and I believe so hard. I just realized his Japanese name is borderline close to the N word. Jesus Christ, that can almost... That'll cause some confusion. Um, so I'm saying his Japanese name here, nothing else. His Japanese name is Negigenite. Uh, if you say that fast enough, it could come off as a different word paired with knight. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, here's a fighting type. Uh, ability Steadfast, which isn't a very good ability. And known moves, Retaliate, Meteor, Assault. Again, we can use... Um... Now, Surfetched is one I can use Speculation for because we can use Farfetch's um, move pool as a way to judge of Surfetched move pool. So just while I get Farfetch's paged up, I'll talk. So um, first of all, Fighting type, Solid... Um, solid... Um, Typing, except now that fairies have become very rampant, you're seeing a lot less of them. Uh, but with since the Pokedex is being cut, maybe we'll see more of it. Uh, his known moves so far are Retaliate, which is a, a fighting type or normal type move. I believe it's a no, it's a normal type move where it does where it has double the damage when you swap in after one of your Pokemon have been defeated. And Meteor Assault, where's my move page? I have too many pages open. <laughs> uh, note that's abilities. Nope, nope, nope. 
Ah, uh, here we are. Uh, Meteor Assault, here we are. Uh, the Pokemon... So, I'm going to predict that like Hyper Beam, like Blast Burn, it's going to have 140 base power, because we don't know anything about it. But it's a recharge move, so probably like all the others, it's probably going to have 140 base power, which for Surf, Surf Fetch, we'll bump it up to a 210. Don't think it'll see much use, because again, um, power charge moves aren't that great. But we'll see. But we'll see how we'll see. Um, so and but there's not much to say. Steadfast is not a really good ability. Flinch and you raise your speed by two. But most of the time, if you get flinched, you're normally the target. So you could flinch something and take it out. I don't know. Maybe in singles, maybe that could be really useful. Like it just takes it. You fl you switch it into a fake out. Get a three plus two speed. In doubles. Oh, and I just want to say for anyone who's wondering why I haven't mentioned doubles for other Pokemon, it's because I don't see them having much presence in doubles. I might be wrong, but yeah, I'm only mentioning doubles for those who could potentially have a little bit of presence in them. I really should do it for all of them. I apologize. If you want to hear my opinion on how Pokemon would go and other Pokemon would go in doubles, just say and I will. But at this moment, I personally don't think think that a lot of them may have, will have a presence in doubles really. But for Sir Fetch, like he seems like a solid Pokemon. He could have some presence. Um, just Steadfast isn't the best ability. Though if you can swap him into a fake out where you know he's not going to be the absolute target. He could be really good. Uh, so. And now we're going to go to Farfetch'd. Uh, so as I said like normally I don't go off speculation. But obviously since Surfetch'd is the evolution of Farfetch'd. We can use Farfetch'd as like. A good base to know what sort of moves uh, Surfesh will have. Um, so first of all, Brave Bird, really good move. Damages you, but like it's coverage. It's a strong coverage move. Poison Jab for those pesky fairies. Where else? What other moves can knock off? Another solid move. Night Slash, Acrobatics that could be used. Oh, Power Herb into the. The charge move and an acrobatic spam. Hmm. Uh, what sort of TM moves can we get here? Anything really interesting? Not really anything. Sword stance, yeah, if you can get that extra power. U-turn, yep, very good. Uh, egg moves for far-fetched. Sorry, I'm just trying to... Leaf blade, yep, more coverage, really good coverage. Oh, I wait. You can get first impression on Farfetch'd. Oh, you can run first impression on Surfetch'd. You have to trade. You have to transfer it over though. But I want to do that. I hope you can anyway. First impression Surfetch'd. That could be fun. Uh, the move tutor from Ultra Sun Ultra Moon. Now this is all basing for the um for the first impression and the Ultra Sun Ultra Move move tutors. This is assuming that if you transfer a Farfetch'd over, it will evolve. I'm hoping that's the case, but they could pull pull a dirty on us. Um, Iron Tail, not the best steel move, but not bad either. Uh, knock off again. Sky Attack, oh, you could do that. In, yeah, Sky Attack, Power Herb, nice little combo. Throat Chop. I get. I don't know, what Pokemon would that be useful for? I'm not 100% sure. And Laser Focus. So going off of Farfetch'd moves, Surfetch'd has a lot of potential, but if he's not very fast, then he's going to lose out. Espe especially because if he's not very fast, Steadfast won't make that big of a difference. 
I'm going to stick him up at a probably a 7, just because in singles he will really shine, doubles he will not. But like in singles, I see him being bumped to OU and just being a very solid contender. Um, now we have the unnamed fish Pokemon, who knows, an unnamed squirrel Pokemon, just an unnamed, like a few unnamed Pokemon. Alright, now we have the legendaries, obviously, most likely they're going to be Ubers, nearly always the cover art legendaries are Ubers. We know nothing about them, so I can't say anything. <laughs> All I can say is they're most likely going to be Ubers. Alright, next up we have the Gigantamax forms. Uh, Alright, to start, so... These are all the Gigantamax ones. To start off with, we have um, uh, Game Freak's um, favorite child, Charizard. Uh, he obviously he gets bigger. He gets more HP. He looks. I will admit, he looks cool. But I'm very big fan of like that demonic look. I'm edgy as all hell. <laughs> um, he gets a G G Max move, G Max Wildfire Fire type move, Fire type moves used by Gigantamax oh. Charizard will change to G-Max Wildfire. G-Max Wildfire will set up a fire spin while dealing damage to an opponent. Now, because uh, that's not how they described it. That's not how they describe it in other sections. Because if you look at other places, they describe G-Max Wildfire as just putting up a fire spin so if that's it, then Charizard's better than I first gave it credit for. So originally, because the description they originally did is get deals constant damage to non-fire types. It doesn't um, it doesn't it didn't say it differentiates between friend or foe. But right here it says it does differentiate, which makes it a lot better. But another thing is, if it is fire spin, is fire spin affected by is the fire spin binding affected by type or anything? Um, this is actually important. Some of you might not think it is, but I do. Here we go. Effects in Gen 7 onwards. Uh, the end turn damage is increased from 116th to 18th. Okay, so, um, it's, it's, it's not affected by type. It's just a flat out 18th. If this is true for Wildfire, then Charizard's a lot better than I gave him credit for. Especially if it, um... Uh, especially if if it does the trapping that Firespin does, so your opponent can't switch. I give Charizard. I'm. I thought get Gigantamax Charizard was going to be horrible, but I I'm eating my words right now. Like I'm giving him an eight out of ten. Like he is very solid. He can be used in singles. He can be used in doubles, especially if Firespin does the trapping. That's incredible. Um, next up, we have Butterfree. Um, Butterfree turns into a Mothra looking thing. Uh, his G-Max move is G-Max Befuddle. Bug moves used by Gigantamax Butterfree will change to G-Max Befuddle. G-Max Befuddle will deal damage to an opponent and cause them to become poisoned, become paralyzed, or fall asleep. Does it only hit one opponent? I swear in the trailer it hit both of them. I'm going off... Uh, did it? I'm going to have to check this, but I'm pretty sure in the trailer it hit both opponents. Um, well, and... Poison, paralyzed, or fall asleep. Now this is interesting. All three of these can seriously hurt a team, especially poison and paralysis. Now a lot of you are thinking poison doesn't mean much because we're in a very fast-paced meta. Don't forget, 
when um, Sword and Shield come out, we're losing Mega Evolutions and Zemu. So I feel like the meta will slow down. Format, not meta. The, the format will slow down considerably, making Poison a threat again. Threat. Um, and Paralysis is just amazing. And Falling Asleep, it's good for a few turns, but yeah, it's not too great. I, I, I'm not even quit, kidding. I give um, Butterfree a solid 9 out of 10. Like, Especially if you could pull off a Quiver Dance before you did this. Like, Butterfree is go definitely going to be seeing use for a while, until... The inevitable happens and every team runs a Butterfree counter. But yeah, definitely Butterfree is going to see some solid use. Next up we have Pikachu. Do you want a, a Gigantamax Pikachu, which you can only get if you have data from Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu on your Switch. Um, his G-Max move is G-Max Vault Crash. Electro-type moves used by Gigantamax Pikachu will change to G-Max Vault Crash. G-Max Vault Crash will deal damage to an opponent and cause them to become paral paralyzed. Paralyzed. Um... Now, what they don't mention here is this even affects ground types because in the trailer, it's shown a Mudsdale getting paralyzed. So, but the problem is Pikachu's, or well, Pikachu stats. Like, yeah, Butterfree's stats aren't great, but like, at least he's still a fully evolved Pokemon. Pikachu, on the other hand, like, there's two possibilities for Pikachu. Either it's just a random Pikachu from a gift, or it's the Pikachu, um... It's a, tra it's a special Pikachu with the same boosted stats as the one from Let's Go. If it's the same one as the boosted stats from Let's Go, then this thing is going to be amazing. If it's not, probably not so much. So I would, if it's got the boosted stats, I would put it at a 7 out of 10. If it doesn't, probably down at 5 out of 10. Uh, Meowth. Uh, a special Meowth you can only get until January 15th. Uh, until people start hacking them. <laughs> Um, his G-Max move is G-Max Gold Rush. Uh, normal type moves used by Gigantamax Meowth will change to G-Max Gold Rush. G-Max Gold Rush deals damage to an opponent and leaves coins on the ground. And I think it confused as well. They didn't mention it here, but I'm positive it confused as well. Um, where's the G-Max move? I should have had the... Yeah, it doesn't say... Oh yeah, no, there it is. Confuses opponent. It... Yeah, it didn't come up before um but i'll i'll have a look i'll, ha I'll have a deeper look at the gmax pokemon after this at the gmax move after this i could i should but yeah um he will not be seen great as again the confusion um the the confusion um the confusion debuff i can't remember what word i said before really hurts him he'll be a good pokemon for running through the elite four when you need to um get money or whatever the money is in this but aside from that he's probably not just not going to be great i put him down at three out of ten he is not going to be great ev again you need to have let's go ev um save data from let's go ev on your switch g move g max cuddle normal type moves used by gigantamax ev will change to g max cuddle g max cuddle will deal damage to the opponent and infatuate any opponent of the opposite gender i spoke about um I spoke about the um, the fact that the fact infatuation isn't so great, and the rule still applies here. Again, if it's the Eevee from Let's Go and it has the boosted stats, he may see some play. But if not, uh, I really don't see him seeing play. I put him at a if he has the boosted stats, I'll give him a six. If he doesn't, a four. All right, now we're away from the Cantonian ones. Let's look at our Creamy. 
uh, our creamy uh, Gigantamax gets um, G-Max Finale. Fairy type moves used by Gigantamax Alcremi will change to G-Max Finale. G-Max Finale will heal all Pokemon Alcremi's side while doing damage to an opponent. So essentially, it's combining Heal post Pulse with another move. Which, honestly, that is amazing. Like, a well-timed G-Max Finale could really turn the tides in battle. Obviously, people are going to be expecting it and trying to um, stop it. But, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's really, it's another one of those Pokemon that are going to be used wildly until people start running counters to it in every bloody team. But still, G-Max Finale is amazing. Sweet Veil, again, if, it, if Sweet Veil gets its buff, I'll put this up at 9 out of 10 as well. If it does not get a buff, I'll leave it, it'll still be pretty, I'll still give it an 8 out of 10. Like, that is solid. A heal is always useful. Uh, next up, we have Corviknight. Um, his G-move is Wind Rage. Flying-type moves used by Gigantamax Corviknight will change to G-Max Wind Rage. G-Max Wind Rage deals damage to his opponent, but that's not all. It will also remove any effects of moves like Reflect, Light, Screen, Spikes, and Electric Terrain that the opponents may have. So this is a, this essentially a, an attacking G default, which in VGC... Reflect light screen and um, entry hazards aren't very widely used. Uh, oh, um, I should have said before. I'm so sorry. Um, it's what time is it? It's late. It's twenty past eleven. I'm half asleep. I'm beginning to say stuff. I apologize greatly. Hate me in the comments below. Um, uh, all these. I'm. Um, or for all the Gigantamax Pokemon, I'm putting them in the situation of ants, of singles and doubles, so that that's what their rating's based off of. Um, Corviknight, again, Reflect Light Screen Spikes, haven't seen much play in doubles or VGC lately. Terrains, very heavily, but that's only because of the Tapus. If the Tapus get cut, I don't see Terrains being used as much. So I don't see him being much use in a doubles standpoint, but again, so this kind of makes it interesting. Normal Corviknight I see being used more in a double standpoint, whereas Gigantamax Corviknight I see being better in a single standpoint. So it's definitely going to be, it's definitely interesting. I'll put him at a, what I have saved for him before, I think I said a 6 or 7 out of 10. I'm going to bump him up to 8 out of 10 just because with the Gigantamax he gets use in both, both um, formats. But yeah, he's not amazing, but like, he's only high because he can be useful in both formats rather than um, shining brightly in one. And last but not least, we have Dreadnor. Uh, Gigantamax Dreadnor. Its G move is Stone Surge. Water type moves used by Gigantamax Dreadnor will change to G Max Stone Surge. G Max Stone Surge doesn't just deal damage to an opponent, it will scatter sharp rocks and around the opponent. Ah, so he sets up stealth rocks with his. This I see being used in doubles in VGC. Not amazing not a lot but i can see it being used just because all right so the downside for vgc it's a 4v4 format so while it while i did say it's going to slow down it's still a decently fast format it's going to slow down now that zemus and megas aren't involved but it's definitely um going to slow down the problem with um entry hazards in that format is the fact that um they 
the fact that it takes a turn to set up when you should be trying to either set yourself up or dealing damage. The fact that you can set up um, stones while using a move is really good. So I see him getting use in both. I'm going to bump Dreadnought up to an 8. Because I just see him... The fact that he sets up Stealth Rocks while dealing damage is very handy. Very good. And, like, not a lot of people run counters to... Um, well, they might now in um, the new um, format. But, like, not many people run counters to... Um, to entry hazards in doubles in VGC. So it's definitely going to be interesting. I see him getting used. I'm going to bump him up to an 8 out of 10. Uh, the G-Max moves. I just went over them. Anything uh, I missed about them? Nope. All I can say is, yeah, nothing I missed about them. Um, Alright, uh, I'm quickly going to go over uh, Galarian Ponytail and Weezing. Uh, and then I'll end this because I'm just over an hour, which I'm generally shocked by. <laughs> I guess when you have an actual plan, you can actually talk for a while. Because uh, there's not much to say about Weezing and Ponytail. Uh, Ponytail first. Um, psychic Galarian psych Ponytail. Um, Runaway Pastel Veil. I spoke about it back on my first podcast, or was it the last one? No, last podcast. So there's not much to say about it. Pastel Veil could see some use in giving you a free switch into toxics or whatever so you have a um you have a potential psychic sweeper that can't be toxic then chip away at it yeah not much to say about ponytail wheezing 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 poison fairy type levitate neutralizing gas sludge bomb fairy wind toxic explosion all right poison fairy is an interesting type combo because they do protect themselves wheezing they they don't protect themselves they protect the fairy from poison I think that's it what does poison resist fighting I think it does and um so with levitate wheezing's only weak to one to two things um one two two one to two things without levitate it's weak to two three I might be forgetting stuff um but the real ability that everyone's focused on and I there's no reason why they shouldn't be is neutralizing gas when it's on the field it neutralizes all other abilities now there's been some some um, conversation about this so right now when mul when multiple pokemon join the battle it's the slower pokemon's ability that takes effect first so if galarian weakening is a slower pokemon it can stop things like intimidators and everything like that and you can pair it up with pokemon like archaeops uh, slacking, Regigigas, and all that to stop their bad abilities. Obviously, none of them have been confirmed, so I don't know. But yeah, Galarian Weezing has a lot of potential. Um, known moves, obviously, Sludge Bomb, Fairy Wind, Toxic Explosion. Um, with the rest of its moves, you can only be skeptical. It did have a unique move, which uh, is in it. Is that in the new move section? Uh, no, no, it is not. So. Uh, I guess, don't worry about it, but it did show a new move in its um, trailer, which they just don't have here. Um, honestly, until I'm going to put him at a solid 7, because Neutralizing Gas is an amazing ability. Levitate removes one of his weaknesses, and like if he's and obviously a Poison Fairy, you get some amazing stab moves out of that. And yeah, he, just, he seems like he'll be a very solid Pokemon. Um, 
yeah, so, yeah, oh, Bonita, I'm, as again, I'm going to set it at 5 out of 10, just because we don't know enough. Weezing, 7 out of 10. Um, and before I go, I was just looking for the new moves, and there's one move which didn't get talked about, because it's a new move that doesn't seem to be affiliated to a certain Pokemon, and that's Breaking Swipe, which is a attack that lowers the attack of all opponents hit, so it hits both opponents and lowers their attack, which is, depending on what Pokemon... Um, can use this. This could be a big move for doubles and VGC. Especially if it deals damage. I don't remember if it dealt damage or not. But yeah, this could be a big move for um, that. So you can... Because like, imagine swapping in a Pokemon. It intimidates and then you breaking swipe for extra attack drop. That could really screw up a couple people. So that has potential. That is a lot of potential. So I didn't think I'd be talking for so long. Um, did I go over all the new abilities? I did. Uh, items. Yeah, so I was going to go over the, um, Pokemon that have been confirmed, but I'll save that for another podcast. I'll just quickly go over the max moves and the, um, new, the two new items. Alright, so the max moves are what moves the, um, the, so for, so for Pokemon that don't Gigantamax, then only Dynamax, their moves turn into Max moves. And these are the list of them. You have Max Airstream, which will boost the user's speed, which is more speed is always helpful unless you're unlucky enough to go up against a Trick Room team. Max Darkness is the dark one. It lowers the target's special defense stat. So obviously the category is going to base off of what moves it's on, but probably Max Darkness, you want to keep it as a special move. Um, Max Flare uh, puts it in Sunny, which is... Not bad for a sunny t- day team. Max Geyser, Rain, Max Gar, oh, Max Ice, Hail, and um, Max Rock Force, Sandstorm. They all activate their equivalent. Um, that was Water, Ice, and Rock. So they all activate their equivalent uh, weather. And for those respective teams, they can be very useful. Now for normal, we have Max... Oh, there's Water, Max... Oh no, yeah, Max Guard. As the normal one, the move enables the user to protect itself from all attacks. So essentially, it turns it, it turns any move into protect. It turns normal type moves into protect. Which, yeah, I don't know if that. So, yeah, because there's oh, there's going to be multiple. I've only just noticed that because we have another max normal move, max strike normal lowers opponent's speed stat, and speed control is always good. Again, except if you're up against a speed a trick room team. So there probably will be multiples, but yeah, these are the ones we have now. Uh, Max Knuckle raises attack, so it's essentially a power-up punch. Um, Max Lightning, electric terrain for electric. Grass, Max Overgrowth, grassy terrain. Uh, Max Starfall, fairy, activates misty terrain, obviously. Again, uh, they're not so useful. Um, Electric terrain isn't amazing. (coughs) Um, Electric terrain increases the attack of electric Pokemon. Um, grassy terrain increases the and heals any Pokemon on the ground, and misty terrain. Uh, stop. Uh, misty terrain stops status conditions from happening. They don't have the psychic one here, but I'm going to assume the psychic one sets up psychic terrain, which stops priority moves. So maybe terrains will be in the new um, format just because of um, the Dynamax moves. And then last but not least, we have Max Steel Spike Steel. 
which Booster uses defense, which again can be really helpful. Uh, last but not least, we'll go over the two new items. Oh, so I do a quick thing, but hold on. Uh, first is Eject Pack, which causes Holder to switch out if hit by a stat reducing moves. Oh, 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 oh. No, 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 that is wrong. Because we see a Pokemon use Draco Meteor and the Eject Pack swats him out. So no, that's wrong. It's just if their stats reduce. Because, yeah, in the trailer that this is shown, it shows... Probably, I, I think the um, Steel Dragon, I've forgotten his name already. Um, he uses Draco Meteor and it swaps him out. So that's wrong. It's not if they're hit by stat reducing moves. It's if their stats are reduced. Um, but yeah, that is really helpful. Like, imagine getting a free Overheat or a free um, Draco Meteor off and just getting to swap out straight away. Like... It's got potential, but it's if it's any time your stat reduces, then then things like Sticky Web and Intimidate can really mess you up there. Last but not least, Room Service, lower speed in a Trick Room. Uh, again, like, as I was talking about Trick Room earlier, it's Trick Room's a very finicky thing because you only get five turns to do everything you can, otherwise you've got to reset it up. There's no item which prolongs Trick Room, but if they're adding a thing like Room Service for Trick Room... I have a feeling they're also going to add an item which extends Trick Room, which would be amazing. But it's not a bad item, like, especially... I keep talking about Acrobatics, but that's because it's a really good move. You could um, use Trick Room with a Pokemon with um, Room Service, then you can have an Acrobatics spam. If you don't know what Acrobatics does, it doubles its power when, you, when you've used an item. Is it when you used an item, or just when you're not holding an item? One of the two, I do not remember. Um, but yeah, so it's a really good, um, it's a really good move for Pokemon that won't be holding their item forever. And yeah, um, so that's the end of that. I'll give my opinion on all the returning Pokemon probably in next week's one, just because I thought I would have enough time. I didn't think I'd be talking for over an hour. Um, so about Sword and Shield. So I am actually not going to be home for Sword and Shield's release. I'm going to be away at a wedding. So I will not be uploading Sword and Shield immediately. It probably won't be till the ch Monday or Tuesday after. No, the Tuesday. Yep, definitely the Tuesday after. So what I am planning on doing is I'm actually going to Nuzlocke Shield. But of course, the obviously, Nuzlocke's are going to work differently. Um, so I have to do a lot of research, find out what I can. What I'm planning on and what people have suggested to me is I, when I get, I get the guide, so I have a map, and I kind of section off the areas so I know where I can and can't catch Pokemon, like I compare it to other games and try and section off the areas so I get similar amount of Pokemon to other games. Um, there will be a rule about higher level Pokemon, obviously, because obviously I'm not going to be able to catch them. Um, the Shiny Claws, if I find a Shiny, I'm catching it regardless, of course, unless it's higher level, which is the biggest fear. Um... And if I end up losing the Nuzlocke, I will be just continuing on as a normal playthrough. But yeah, I want to try and get through the whole thing as a Nuzlocke. Uh, or hopefully the wild areas have are already sectioned off, which would be amazing. But in case they're not, that's probably what I'm going to do is I'm going to get the guide and I'm just going to section it off myself. But anyway, guys, that's just some plans I have. I hope you've enjoyed this um, edition of Absolute Bullplop. I talked for a lot longer than I have in the past going on for nearly an hour and 10 minutes but i hope you enjoyed it if you're on youtube i if you if you like this and you're on youtube catch that like button and throw it out in the comments uh hit subscribe and ring that bell and also follow me subscribe to me on all the other podcasts um websites i'm on thanks to anchor 
uh, that's what I use. I use Anchor for all my podcast users, and they get me on all these different podcast sites that you see me on. Uh, if you're on YouTube, link to all the different podcast sites I'm on will be in the description below. All right, guys. Bye.